Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The time has come for me to give my official review after a total of 60 hours played of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, beating the game, playing the game even after I've beaten it, countless nights countless days of no lifing star wars jedi survivor now if you're asking what is star wars jedi survivor well let me tell you it's a sequel to the 2019 game fallen order developed by respawn entertainment of course um Cal Kestis is the main protagonist. It's set five years after the events of Fallen Order. So, you know, he's pretty uh, well-versed now in his Jedi abilities, which you kind of figure out as soon as you play the game. Like, if you play the first game compared to the second game, it's a little different to the point where I can't believe that the first game even existed. Like, the the second game is so much of an improvement over the first game, it's insane. It's, it's like... I, I heard... Um, the Black Hokage compare Arkham Asylum to Arkham Knight or Arkham City, and that's the perfect comparison I would give to this game. Like the first game was great in its own way, but the second game is a, just an upgrade from everything, from the exploration to the abilities to the Jedi, or just making you feel like a Jedi. Like this second game really makes you feel like a Jedi. The first game is more like you trying to become a Jedi, but the second game, Cal Kestis, is not one to mess with. So anyways, uh, it's a sequel, of course, uh, building on a previous foundation. Um, Cal Kestis is the main protagonist. Um, the main antagonist of the game is a spoiler. I'm not going to get into... Actually, am I going to get into spoilers? Probably not right now. I'm going to give like five to ten minutes of no of non-spoilers. And then at the end, I'll probably get into my spoiler talk. Um, what else? You explore as Cal Kestis for the most part of the game and it's published by ea and i know when i say that all my gamers are out there like no way don't tell me that like microtransactions are going to be everywhere but guess what this this game don't really have too many microtransactions you play the game and that's what you get like you don't get any microtransactions telling you oh you can only access this certain part of the map if you pay this 10.99 like <laughs> ea doesn't do that like they do with most of the other um developers you know sometimes they make the developers put in unnecessary microtransactions simply for money it's just simply pure greed it's, it's kind of crazy but anyways this game is available on playstation 5 xbox series x and pc so yes i guess xbox do have some games i guess if i must admit but um pc as well uh i already said that oh nintendo that's what i want to talk about so i think this game was supposed to be on Nintendo. Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking about another game. But I think it was supposed to be on Nintendo and they pulled it back, but also I don't actually I don't think this this was ever supposed to be on Nintendo. But anyways, it's on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S and PC. 
and then the game um has new lightsaber combat well we're gonna get into that i'm gonna get my own review this is like because i played the game so i'm gonna get my own personal review of it but um it's been a commercial success of course and let's see let's see how let's see jedi survivor how much money did it make let's let's find out you know i love i love the pocket watch so i want to see what ea and respawn getting from this jedi survivor star wars um all right cool let's see what it says because i man pocket watching is one of my favorite activity uh, activities when it comes to companies because you know they all competing with with one another like i, I swear like uh um insomniac is probably looking at star wars jedi survivor like hey we finna do 10 times that with spider-man 2 and hey they just might but anyways um let's see um yeah they don't have the update stuff hold on give me one second i should just copy and paste instead of typing it again but you know, I got got them fast fingers, you know what I'm saying? No, I was playing my fault. My fault. Anyways, uh, let's get into the copy. So 16,000 copies. I'm trying to get to the money though. 10%. Let me see. Yeah, they're not telling us. Okay, that's cool. Another year. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I do need to touch on that. Yeah. Okay, so EA is not EA is not letting us know how much money is made. Okay, cool. That's fine. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out later. How about that? But anyway, <laughs> so anyways, um, let me bring this back up. So the biggest thing I wanted to get into, you know, as far as my non-spoilers, because this won't last too long, is that Jedi Survivor is literally one of those type of games where it will make you love gaming again. If you're one of those type of people where you're just like, I can't find a game to play games are just so boring nowadays uh today's games is just so uninspired and dry i highly encourage you to play star wars jedi survivor when i tell you if you don't play any other game or if you haven't played any other game for the past three to four years you need to play star wars jedi survivor if you're not even a star wars fan because i'm not a star wars fan and even i was looking up stuff simply for this game I think as a gamer, I could be a little biased sometimes when talking about games being great and, 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 you know, fun for people like Elden Ring. That's objectively a gamer's game. Like you have to be a gamer to enjoy that game because you may get confused by them not explaining literally anything. But in Jedi Survivor, anybody and I mean anybody can enjoy this game from start to finish. It's one of those type of things where the moment you start it, you're going to be captivated by the story. And you're never going to know where the plot is actually taking you because from the first mission to the last mission, you're hit with certain plot twists that you just did not see coming to the point where I'm very excited. I mean, very excited to see what the third game brings, because not only is the third game coming, but you know how as a trilogy and sometimes the second movie just leads into the third game. This is a definitive conclusion so that the third game can be as can also be its own story. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's not going to be like, oh, uh, we're about to go here and then it just cuts out, cut the black. No, you, you can you finish a lot of you finish everything you set out to do in the second game and the third game. It sets up so much that even finishing the story you have so much more 
to look forward to in the third game, even though you feel so satisfied with the ending of two. Now, that's just my personal opinion. So what I like to do sometimes, I like to go through the characters and give my review of each and every character and then give it um, about the overall story. So let's get into, look, a 9.2 rating. I mean, you know, the popularity ratings isn't always the best. But for me, I feel like that's a telltale sign of how good the game is. Um, let me see. Of course, this is an action-adventure game. I think I said that. Uh, so, yeah. Should we just get straight into the cast? See the writers. Um, Storyline. Make sure. Um, quotes, connections. Okay, let me see. Story or after? Let's do storyline after. Actually, I'm just going to talk about the characters. I'm just going to mix the story in there because that's basically what they I mean, it's just the, the characters. Okay, can I, can I make this bigger? Because this is insanely, insanely small. Okay. Let's start with Cal. Well, should we work our way up? I don't know too many of these people. Okay, additional voices. Okay. Um, let's start with. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> talk about spoilers, man. Forget it. We just gonna get straight into spoilers. Cause if you, well, hold up. You may have not seen it. If you're listening to the audio version, you probably didn't see it. But if you do want to listen or watch along with me while I cover this, just go to Analytic Dreams video version. And definitely, uh, when I when I start to pull up the names, start to skip forward because you know there's some spoiler names in there. But uh, you know, I, I bet they didn't mean that. They was just trying to give somebody the the voice actor credit. But anyways, okay. So for the non-spoiler, let's just talk about the top three people. So I would say Cal Kestis, Bode, and Ravis is probably the top three. You can make a you can make an argument for. Uh, Marin, I guess, or maybe even Seer. Seer would be interesting because she. Okay, so let me start with Seer. So Seer Junda, she was kind of sidelined in this movie, and uh, not even movie, but that's how good it was. It felt like a movie. But this video game, she was kind of sidelined, so you didn't really get to take her on any quest. It was really more of those, more of the line of like a mentor, and you just go. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba to her whenever you wanted to talk and just advice and stuff she didn't really give you too many conversations but for the most part she definitely pointed you in the right direction and she was still a great mentor throughout the game okay for bode akuna i feel like for him um i feel like for <laughs> i feel like for bode he was real interesting throughout the entire game and the ending of the game makes you want to replay the entire game once more let me just say that so anyways, uh Night Sister Marin. Uh Marin was like the 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 um what's it called? The love interest for Cal Kestis. And for some reason, you know, that worked. 
I mean, I don't know why. I feel like it was a weird couple, but you know, at the end of the day, hey, it is fictional. You know, it is talking animals, I guess. So, but I, I thought there was a little weird couple, but you know, they, I guess the the story made it work. Um, Dagon, which is one of the main antagonists of the game, it's not a spoiler because he's in like most of the trailers, but uh, he's the like the pale white dude that looked like he doesn't brush his teeth ever. It, it was that that guy. So, um, Dagon Gera, he was like one of the guys who who really uh put his stamp on this story like he really when he came to the picture um just took it by force like the amount of stuff he did in a short amount of time was kind of insane if you really think about it so anyways uh Grease wasn't too important to me i guess uh, to, this is like a personal review of each character uh ray ravis oh ravis who's dc douglas now i feel like i'm so crazy for saying that but who was the voice actor for this man because this man went crazy like what did he work on known for no way stop playing he was legion there was no way he was legion he was legion in mass effect you know i'm a huge mass effect fan i mean just look at the pocket the, uh, the title of my podcast it says he was maybe legion or crewman hoth crewman hoth what is that Legion and crewman Hawthorne. Who is Hawthorne? I forget who Hawthorne is. I would type it. Hold on, let me type it in over here. Crewman Hawthorne. You know, I I, I got it. That's crazy. I didn't know he worked on Mass Effect. No wonder this, his voice was so good. I will pause. Uh, crewman Hawthorne. Mass Effect. I got to see who this man is. I wonder if it was an important role. Man Hawthorne. It's not showing me. Bro, who is Hawthorne? I mean, obviously he's not important because I feel like they would have so many like they have like so many pictures of him if he was actually important. Let me see, there's a Reddit post about him. They say your sacrifice will not be forgotten. He survives if you there's a line. Oh, he's just part of the, the crew. Okay. Definitely had it easy. He's part of the crew, so it wasn't like two of an outstanding character. Okay, I thought I was finna get my Mass Effect card take. I was like, who was Hawthorne? I don't remember who that was. But anyways, he was just part of the crew that I guess Joker saved in, uh, what was that, Mass Effect 2? Yeah, saved him in Mass Effect 2 when he was like walking around and Joker had like to save the ship, stuff like that. Anyways, all right, so yeah, he was on, he was Legion and Hawthorns. But, anyways, let's get back to this game, right? <laughs> so, DC Douglas gave one of the greatest performances. What, what is that? Is that a word? Y'all let me know if that's a word. DC, <laughs> DC Douglas gave one of the greatest performances that I've ever heard in a video game. And y'all may think I'm exaggerating, but. Go play that game when Ravis pops up, line after line. I thought I was listening to like Thanos or something. Like he was like the Thanos of voice acting, like the way he was just menacing with his voice and just the whole story of Ravis was fire. And at the end, 
um it's just a lot of things that the conclusion was fire like the, his purpose was fire and he was just a real honorable guy and it really showed from the beginning to the end of the the story you really you didn't like feel from him because of course he was like a, a, a mercenary but still it was like he had certain moral codes that he did not break that entire story and you kind of understand you kind of understand what i'm talking about when you get to the end of the game so anyways uh let's see any of these other people so we're gonna skip Turgle was a shout out to Turgle, definitely a standout um character one of those type of things where if you can make your voice sound like that you definitely need need a shout shout out so anyways oh i almost skipped past cordova so cordova throughout the video game was pretty interesting um because i thought he was not so hopefully that makes sense he was interesting because he was not like to me he just made no sense if Cora could have did everything he was doing but i guess in the first game they made him so important and just to find out he was alive that they had to put him in here somewhere but anyways yeah that's basically it. i don't really see anything else um yeah that's the that's the biggest names for me so anyway story let's let's get into spoiler territory with story so basically um oh yeah this is a warning so if you haven't played the jedi survivor game which i highly suggest you do i will click off of, on this and or save this click off and come back later but at the end of the day if you play this game we're about to get into uh, spoiler territory so let's talk about the story right so storyline of course let me see if i can click this can i click this i can't click this it says edit i'm not trying to edit uh trivia no does it not give me an overview of the game? I thought they used to do that. Maybe I'm tripping, but I feel like they used to give you like a whole entire like synopsis of the and like wasn't it like a spoiler review in IMDB? I just made that up, huh? All right, anyways, we're not looking at the parent guide. We don't care about that. So, anyways, I'm just gonna do it from memory. So I'm just gonna hit some plot points. If I miss some, then oh well, not just playing. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, Jedi Survivor is one of those type of games where you start at the beginning and your whole crew dies on some Mass Effect uh, Commander Shepard suicide type mission. So at the beginning, when it looks like Cal Kestis is uh, captured, ends up he's not captured and um, he's just wanting some important information to stop the Empire, of course. And the people who captured him was on his team the entire time. So y'all working through the first map, y'all going crazy, you know what I mean? Showing him that y'all not to be played with, y'all get the information, and guess what? The ninth sister shows up, which is a nod back to the first game, and she ends up killing the person you got the information from, which wasn't as important as I thought he was gonna be. And she just starts to fight Cal head on, because let me tell you something. She was coming for blood after what Cal did to her in the first game. And it never really showed her die. Like she got I think she got knocked off a cliff, but it never showed her dying, I believe. But maybe I'm tripping. So, anyways, uh yeah, she starts to go crazy. Uh the, the, she also has reinforcements. They're shooting, taking out his entire squad. Like one time, yeah, like his his squad mate got shot and he turned around to her to tell her some directions and she was just laying there dead. It was like, oh wow, we getting real. So his whole squad dies except for Bode. We're gonna get to Bode in a second. And after that, you take out the ninth sister, and that whole fight was kind of fire. It kind of got you in the in the uh, mood of what you was gonna get when when fighting on on uh, Grandmaster. So yes, I did play this game on Grandmaster for a total of like two to three hours until I ran into a Rancor. And best believe me, I put that right back on Jedi. No, actually, for the Rancor, I put it on like story mode. But I put it right on uh, Jedi Knight because I was like, yeah, this Grandmaster is not for me. Because in general, I would die at Grandmaster, right? 
and then i'll be sent back to my checkpoint and the checkpoint would be so far away from where i was originally that i was just like bro i'm not going to keep backtracking and add another 30 to 40 hours on this game because like i just said i play like over 60 hours so it's like um i'm not trying to play no game for 90 hours i don't care how good it is so anyways because 60 hours is still a lot usually it takes 30 30 to 40 to be the actual game but um well it, it depends on the game but you know games of this size it takes like 30 to 40 hours um yeah so you do that um you end up beating the ninth sister because you know she didn't kill your whole squad and this is why i figured that cal would have went to the dark sides at some point throughout this game he ended up killing her and i don't know why i feel like it was such a big deal but throughout the whole story i was just like i thought jedis wasn't supposed to kill and i thought they were supposed to like take people and just like knock them out like i didn't know they was just slicing people right and left but i guess that's just what they did uh in this game as cal was killing a lot of people like this man was a murderer like he he didn't like an enemy he was straight up killing them like left and right i was like whoa hold up now like he was still being considered a hero so i was like well i guess jedis they just you know kill people but it's just like okay all right i mean that's what we're going with so he ends up killing the nice sister and even when bold asked him back when he went back to the rendezvous point he was like yeah she's dead i was like oh yeah he's definitely going to the dark side because he was fed up at this point he was like bro y'all didn't kill my whole squad if you listen during the mission he has callbacks to where they went to a lot of different uh they went on a lot of different missions before so they had some rapport built up built up and at this mission he just lost his whole squad like it was just crazy but um what else so yeah so i'm not going to recap the whole story but that was one of the biggest things in the story and then what and then fast forward because you know it gets a little boring fast forward to the point where you meet Marin, and she's like the uh female she's like the um the love interest for Cal Kestis and that was pretty cool I thought that was a weird couple but somehow they made it work because you know there's talking animals you know so I was like man I guess I'll let this couple slide but it was it was kind of weird honestly um what else what else was important in the story it was really wasn't too much important like you had to save a robot oh Cal Kestis uh freed the main antagonist of the game well sort of he freed like the second biggest boss in the game and basically it was he was dagging and he went around building in a, a rebellion a rebellion so much faster than cal ever could and i don't understand how he did that in such a short amount of time like at the end of the game he literally had a whole legion fighting for him against the empire i'm like bro didn't we just free you so i was so confused with that but um ravis also uh yeah let me go back through the names Let me go back to the names. I'm not trying to miss none. I ain't trying to think back and be like, man, I missed this character. Uh, what was we at? Ravens? Yeah, Ravis, on the other hand, that man, like, I thought he was the MVP voice acting-wise, as every time he came on the, on the screen, he definitely took over the scene, as his lines was just delivered perfectly. Like, it was just a master class on voice acting, and I think DC Douglas did a tremendous, amazing, spectacular job voicing Ravis. It was just one of those things where I can't give him compliments. I can't give him the highest, a high enough compliment to uh, to sum up what he did in that video game. But anyways, we had Grease. Uh, I think he didn't do too much. We had BD1, which is funny because if you watch my playthrough, uh, Shameless Plug, you know, Analytic Dreams video version, um, 
I put BD in all red. And from, you know, let's just, uh, let's just say that was very funny to me. And it was for apparent reason that had the colors and the name BD. But anyways, let's keep going. So anyways, um, we had the ninth sister. I talked about her. Oh, Eno Cordova. I guess since we get to spoilers, he died. Uh, he got killed by somebody. I don't even know. I didn't really care about the old man like that. But um, yeah, throughout the story, you end up beating up Ravis because you needed the location to where Dagon's Rebellion was. That's how it is. Like The only complaint I would have about the game is that the beginning was fire, but the middle was dragging. It was like, bro, are we really going to save a robot? Like the story, you know, the story is great. So it makes you understand why you're going to save a robot. But when you realize you're just going to save a robot, that's like, come on, bro. Like, what are we doing? So anyways, um, we go to save a robot. And then we need a, some other coordinates that only Ravis has. So we have to go back to this moon planet, which is like one of the coolest places in the game. Uh, they say it's the moon, but I don't even know if it's really the moon. It's just in space. And it looks like space. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. So anyways, um... Yeah, you go fight Ravis, you take him out, and you kill him because unlike, you know, the other deaths or the other fatalities that Cal Kessis was performing, uh, Ravis actually wanted this death, and he was like, oh, it's honorary because I really, you know, uh, wanted to go out like a warrior, so you need to give me this warrior's death. So you end up killing him. So, yeah, that's how that goes. And he gives you the coordinates to uh, Dagon. You go meet up with, with Bode, and y'all go to take on Dagon's rebellion because he then somehow garnered a whole bunch of people to fight on his side against the empire i don't even know how he did that in a short amount of time but then you go there and you see Dagon, and y'all start to duke it out and when i say duke it out i mean it was going to the point where they was just like forget gravity we finna start fighting on the ceiling and then from that you I, like i was like that was one of the best boss fights in the game so um that may be my favorite boss fight in the game yeah that's probably my favorite boss fight but then at the end you start doing some some force stuff where y'all are fighting and using the force at the same time, which, you know, oh, wow, I, I can't believe that happened. I know, I, I get it. But it was like some force vision. And uh, Cal Kessis, like, took out Dagon using his own force vision against him. I ain't never seen nothing like that. So it was, it was pretty interesting. Uh, fast forward, they get what they needed. They take out Dagon. Uh, so they're going back to the place because the whole objective of this whole storyline is to get to this hidden path. That they finally find the directions and the way to get there and they all singing kumbaya i mean cordova seer marin grease even bds in the in the spot um they about to go to this hidden path but apparently they want to bring some other people along and guess who that did not sit right with and you guessed it the main antagonist of the game bode who would have thunk that the man with the jetpack was going to be the main villain now, I kept saying throughout the entire game, how come he don't just pick me up and take me to the next location instead of me having to do all these flips and, and tricks with the puzzles and stuff? But anyways, I guess carrying a grown man is not uh, accepting the Star Wars. So anyways, he let us struggle all that way just to just for us to find out that he was an op the entire time. Not only was he an op, he was one of the best informants in the Empire, he had his own office space, everything, which is where you chase him to after he ends up killing... Uh, who did he kill? 
oh that's when cordova died oh yeah so bode killed cordova which i didn't care about i didn't really care about him too much so and then bode went off to his little empire hideout and we traced him there because Marin had a great idea of tracking something so we traced him to the empire building you know um and as we're chasing him the actual empire i mean the empire empire is, is popping up at this hidden place in the planet um trying to trying to take whatever um key they had to go to the hidden path so they show up darth vader goes crazy and um yeah darth vader shows up so that's that's one of the biggest things darth vader shows up and you you start controlling seer that's one of the biggest things in the game you start controlling seer and that's the black woman in the game for all y'all who are confused and you go around going crazy you know and then darth vader shows up and for some reason they wanted to give us a fight scene between seer and darth vader like that was going to be believable so of course seer ends up dying because she's no match for darth vader but they do act like you won by like having her like beat him up a, uh, like a, a few times but yeah at the end of the fight of course darth vader wins because he's that dude uh and then um seer died so uh yeah cal fought bode and that's when he realized that bode not only was he a traitor and informant and just a straight up opposition he also found out that bode was a jedi who would have thunk and so he pulls out dagon's uh, lightsaber to fight uh calcasus because apparently this man had the force but he didn't have his own lightsaber yeah y'all let me know how that makes sense but anyways so they was fighting and then um yeah Bo just completely wipes the floor with cal Kestis. like it just wasn't even it was one of those boss fights from the beginning of the first game it was like they just throw a boss in your face just to show you you're not ready so Bo just takes just cleans up cal and cal has to you know walk back you know he's just all defeated and stuff and then he finds a dead seer because of darth vader now does he know it's because of darth vader maybe he did some force sense touch and and figured out that whole scene but you know um actually now that i think about it what if that force touch was how he was looking back on how seer died and we was playing in that whole scene hmm. anyways conspiracy theory so anyways um yeah then cal's like okay we got to get bold and then marin comes with a great idea of oh he's tracked somewhere on another planet so you go to that planet and guess what it's the final showdown with the main antagonist that we thought was on our side the entire time so he's at the he actually used the key he got to the hidden path and we used the key we got to the hidden path as well because you know we have the coordinates now and um that whole journey was bumpy because i guess it was hard to get there but we got there somehow so we both on the hidden the only hidden planet that uh is hidden from the empire or whatever so we there looking for bold bold has some daughter which is why he did this entire thing trying to get a give her a, a safe place to be we pop up in the place we tell him hey either you gonna be peaceful and you gonna let other people come here or we gonna have some problems or we gonna have some issues and then guess what Bo just completely loses it breaks the ground uh so his daughter can't come can't walk over while he's trying to throw hands with cal kestis technically cal kestis didn't beat bode he had a two-on-one which I'm not respecting at all. So technically they jump Bode and it was Cal and Marin. And Marin is like the Star Wars version of Scarlet Witch. So that was already OP in itself. But now she's fighting along Cal, which throughout this whole game, you're learning a double saber blade abilities. You're learning dual wield abilities. You're learning blaster stance abilities, single blade uh, abilities. What else? Cross blade abilities, which is like the heavy stance in the game. 
this man's just op at this point like he has all these stances i'm wondering if and when calcasus becomes canon and like an actual story because obviously they said that this whole storyline is canon which makes it even more um great for for star wars fans because you're like oh we can actually line up the timelines apparently he's around when obi-wan's doing this thing obi-wan kenobi or whatever but or when he's no he's around when obi-wan was hiding that's what it was so anyways um calcasus you know he has all these stances now i'm wondering which stance they're gonna go with for the um when they make him canon or if they're gonna make just a single blade the the patented thing from the first game so i don't know but anyways you fight bode uh you wipe the floor with him of course because you have marin now but one of the biggest things i did not mention for a reason is that throughout the process of you chasing bode to the empire planet you use this ability and it gives you the red lightsaber yes cal does i guess go to the dark side a little bit as when they're, when you get the red saber ability it's kind of like in god of war when you go into rage mode except for star wars it kind of slows time down but also you get additional damage with the red saber so now you when you go into that mode you, whatever color you use for your lightsaber it turns into red when you go into that mode so i think that's going to be a new that's a whole new mechanic added at the end of a game just like they did in the first game which makes you so fire like you always learn the new mechanics throughout the entire game transversal game like fighting all type of mechanics so now you get to the end of the game with this ability and just 10 times easier to take out bold in my opinion like of course i wasn't playing on the hardest difficulty but i wasn't playing on the easiest so i was using that ability like whenever it called for it and then it was just so easy to get to bold and like take him out so anyways um that red lightsaber ability was pretty cool i'm thinking in the third game they need to give you like a paragon and renegade type system because since they said it's a trilogy they need to let us have multiple endings so we can wonder which one is canon for when they eventually or hopefully put him into a a, a new star wars show because they said they're not making any star wars show or movie uh, or including or about cal kestis until his trilogy completes so whenever the next installment of the jedi game comes out best believe i will be here and waiting because now after you take out bode you have a whole planet to fill with this with just force sensitive children and hopefully you can build back up the rebellion to go against the empire and i think that needs to be the exact mission you go on in the third game marin and calcas is now raising bo's daughter because of course you know you know he died but but um now that they have some quote-unquote family he can be like the the higher up the og to the young force sensitive uh jedi use you know jedi so they he could be that person that's like hey you know he could turn into seer he can be the mentor now and you can let others kind of shine in the in the third not like gameplay wise but you know as far as story wise you can be like oh he's just the og doing his own thing but he still comes back to this planet to mentor and keep up with the children and training and i think the main protagonist for the third game has to be darth vader like i'm not gonna lie to you like i know since it's canon it would be hard to make darth vader the main antagonist but bro if they did it for obi-wan which he's technically just out doing nothing and darth vader was just messing with him every chance he got then we need that same type of 
interaction with Cal Kessis and Darth Vader. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I don't know what type of complicated uh, loopholes that I'll throw into the whole story. But I just need Darth Vader to be a main antagonist for most of the storyline. I need Cal Kessis to win at least one fight to the point where Darth Vader needs help. Because, of course, Darth Vader can't lose because, you know, he still has he's still in future. Inter uh, he's already in future movies, so he can't lose. Or that would be like, oh, how do he come back to life? But maybe, you know, he can have somebody else pop up who's a famous character and help Darth Vader. And that way, Cal has to back off or whatever. But I really don't know where they're going to take it. All I'm going to say is we definitely need a Paragon and Renegade system, and especially with the Red Saber that needs to be utilized more as that is definitely where they need to take Cal to dig deeper into his personality. So yeah, um, in general, I don't know what I want to get into as far as Star Wars Je uh, Jedi Survivor besides that. I mean, I covered the story, gameplay mechanics, it was fantastic. Like I just said, there's like five stances in the game, all, all with his own skill tree. Compared to the first game, it's just like a whole renovation of just not mechanics in general they do reuse animations which for some reason gamers just don't like but they just pack on so much content that you just you you, you put that to the side because there's so much new content that the little animations that they do reuse is not as significant and i do believe that this is a strong and i mean a mighty strong candidate for game of the year but hey i'm also a spider-man fan and that does come out soon this year and best believe me, if Spider-Man 2 is even close to Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the bias in me is going to come out. Because like I keep saying, Spider-Man is my favorite fictional creation of all time. But we're going to see what happens with the Star Wars video game. I think simply because of the optimization issues with PC, I don't know if people are going to put it in the game of the year discussion, but I really hope people give this a chance. Because when I tell you, this is one of the greatest games I've ever played in life. I am not joking. Like, this is probably top five video games I've ever played. So anyways, click my link here in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think about Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Will you be checking out the game? And if you have, what was your favorite part of the Jedi Survivor story? Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0.